1: Going In Raw is now a CastBox original. CastBox is the fastest-growing, highest-rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all your favorite podcasts. You can still listen to Going In Raw wherever you get your podcasts, but we hope you'll give CastBox a shot. We think it's the best.
2: Hey, guys, this is Charlotte,
0: and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up? It's your girl, Sasha Banks, Legit Fox, and you're watching Going In Raw. Like
1: that? What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife, Marie. And you are going in SmackDown Live! This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, Brendo, Steve here! And Larson. Hey, welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at YouTube.com forward slash and Larson. And available wherever fine podcasts are, be sure to hit that subscribe button and little notify bell next to it. And, oh, I can do it again. Hey, friendos, Steve here. We well, already got it, so let's keep going. Okay. Uh, we're also available at uh, patreon.com. I know, but you just hit record on that thing. Worry about it later. See NXT episode. Who cares? Anyways, we're also available where? patreon.com yeah. forward slash Steven Man, Larson. I just sat
3: down. You threw me off.
1: Wherever fine podcasts are. Castbox. Castbox, yes. Apple, iOS podcast app. Uh, going in raw. T- ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Going in raw. I'm not wearing that shirt today. I've got a van shirt on. I have my Balor Club shirt on today. Well done, us. Way not to promote our stuff. Uh, On the Patreon, if you want to give us $20, we'll give you this. Care package, comic, stickers. Finally, everything's set to go. I got the sticker order in. It's here. I just need you to sign a crap ton of postcards.
3: Well, I guess that's what we're doing after lunch, then, huh? And
1: then tomorrow, I will be doing nothing. But well, we're gonna have our live show tomorrow. Uh huh. And then I will also be doing nothing but uh, Patreon stuff tomorrow. Mm. Um. So that's very exciting for people who have been waiting for fucking two months. Um. So, anyways, yeah, going in raw. That's us. Let's talk about uh. What is this? Two hundred five live nxt. Yeah, yeah. Did you notice the two hundred five live ratings? It's the first thing I look at. Oh, no, I didn't know what they were. You never look. Number 10. 10. there is the week, I think... It'd be last week. Not this week, but last week's episode, right? Yeah, not this week's, but last week's. Where, which would have included, I think, Buddy the Buddy Murphy
3: might have concussed somebody.
1: Oh, my God, yeah. That was terrifying. Hell of a match.
3: I wish Buddy Murphy and Mustafa Ali would wrestle every week. I know, my God. I would never God. get tired of it.
1: So, going into their main event match for 205 Live, uh, Buddy Murphy was down 0-1. Correct, to Mustafa Ali. Correct. This was a hell of a match.
3: You know how, and, and and I understand completely now why they've been doing the weigh-in stuff. They're trying to make Buddy Murphy the monster heel of 205 Live. Mm-hmm, yeah. And the fact that he's just mm-hmm. barely making weight is the closest they can get to someone who's, who, who is larger than and can overpower everybody else in the division.
1: Well, also, it's got that heel stigma to it. Whenever you hear about, like, a UFC fighter not making weight, which is traditionally kind of where it happens these days. Um, it's always like, oh, that's so... Immediately, they're the bad guy for being, you know, too fat or whatever. Or for not risking their... Not dirt. starving
3: themselves yeah. for two days in advance of <laughs> yeah. and yeah.
1: Yeah, not like spending 24 hours in a steam room yeah. on a bicycle, yeah. on a stationary bike, yeah. almost killing themselves. Yes. They're the bad guy. Yeah. So Buddy Murphy is that. Um. Anyways, the episode, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. The entire thing. Uh, it started off with... Uh, a tag team match, uh, Lucha House Party, Gran Metalik, Lindsay Dorado versus uh, Jack Gallagher and uh, Brian Kendrick. In that
3: spot where uh, was it Dorado and Gallagher were doing the reversals of the pinfall attempt.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: You know, rolling around the ring, and mm-hmm. they got up and they were both dizzy, which led to another pinfall attempt. That, that was, was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. like
1: when they do clever stuff like that. You yeah. can always, you'll always get that out of Lucha House Party, and to some degree, Jack Gallagher, he's mm-hmm. a very clever wrestler. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, no, it was fun. Drew Gulak was on commentary for this match. Yeah,
3: apparently he's got a a huge issue with Lucha House Party. Of course, they're high flyers. He doesn't like like high flying.
1: They're the definitive high flyers. And, of course, you know, what's-his-face Kalisto, booked as the the dumbest wrestler on 205 Live, uh, was the guy who barely squeaked by Drew Gulak in that uh, gauntlet match they had to see who went on to the greatest rumble. Correct. Um, And so he's got beef with him. But in general, yeah. They you know, number one, they're named after a house party. Or the movie series House Party. And he
3: referenced that. He said the only house party he likes is the movie starting starring Kid and Play.
1: Oh, I didn't even hear that. Yeah. That's surprising that he would like that series because everybody's having fun and his character seems to be anti fun.
3: He doesn't seem to be anti fun, he seems to be anti fun in the wrestling ring.
1: Yeah. Well, I would think that one would lead to another. Not necessarily.
3: He's got a very specific vision of what pro wrestling should be. Within that twenty by twenty ring,
1: I know. I kind of want to know more about like what other what other things that he likes and is like and dislikes. I mean, we know he likes lingerie because mm-hmm. he wears that nice mm-hmm. lingerie. And lingerie is fun. Mm-hmm. It's not traditional, just you know, going to bed garments. It's sexy time garments, mm-hmm. and so he likes he likes the sexy lingerie. Yeah. So I guess I guess he does like fun. You you win the point. Yeah. See, that's what we do. We collaborate. There's so many unknowns in the world of wrestling. Really is lots of questions that are unanswered. Yeah, we aim to answer them. Yeah, really speculate
3: and try to come close to an answer.
1: Yeah. Uh, So, anyways, yeah, fun match. Uh, Lindsay Dorado got the pin on Jack Gallagher after a Shooting Star press. Fun things happen.
3: Yeah, it was a fun match. Yeah, Uh, it was the most fun match uh, this team of Gallagher and Kendrick has been involved in thus far.
1: Yeah, that's good. Uh, How are you on Gallagher and Kendrick? Still lukewarm. Still lukewarm. That's okay. I do like that when uh, they, that match is over, Drew Gulak was still in the shot for commentary. Camera moved in on the three-man commentary team, and then you just see like the shadow of Drew Gulak shuffling about, getting up from the chair, yeah, yeah, trying yeah. to be quiet. Yeah. Giving it to a PA or something. Yeah, you know? yeah. And then leaving, all happening on Nigel McGinnis' body. He was just... Anyways. He doesn't do that anymore, though. I know it bums me out that he doesn't do that.
3: And act like he obviously just ate something before he came out. Salad. Commentary. Commentary, Probably salad. Yeah. or No, it seems like something like. A, a heavy meat. No, like <laughs> uh, something that gets caught in your teeth. Mm-hmm. Like before we started, <laughs> I just had some crackers. You know, like the, it gets a little gummy when you eat crackers. Yeah. It gets cut, caught in your teeth a little bit. <laughs> he just loves popcorn. <laughs> Could be. He's backstage popping popcorn the whole time.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's what happens when you get older, man. Your gums start to recede. So more food gets stuck up in there. Bugs the crap out of me. Anyways.
3: Can't eat popcorn anymore.
1: Oh, uh, let's talk about this. How the mighty have fallen. Mustafa Ali's phone promo? iPhone promo?
3: Well, I mean, it was it was not uh, exactly the same production value that we were used hey,
1: to. Hey, Kitty, yeah, I'm, I'm going to do one of those cool promos. Can you come out? And, no?
3: But I get this great. It's like a you desert setting there? with a railroad track. It's great.
1: Yeah, it's really cool. It's very cinematic. No? <laughs>
3: can't can't do out. it?
1: Really? Because I'm just, I'm like five minutes away from you.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. it was great there's no one you around. not it. quiet it's a great metaphor
1: it's awesome you can't do it
3: all right all right can i
1: borrow your dslr and have somebody no okay i'll just do it myself and the funny thing is he was looking at himself on the phone not the little dot that signifies camera and so he wasn't even looking at us he was looking right
3: <laughs> he was watching his he's a mess if
1: he doesn't have that dude doing it for him he's a mess I going to say he's a mess.
3: It's he—he he, 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 he it's such let a me, high bar he set. Yeah, and me, anything less than that's gonna let me ask you disappoint something. Disappoint a
1: bit. What were you thinking of the entire? Because what were you thinking of the entire time during this promo? I was wondering where, where he shot it. I, I, I was wondering, man, freaking train better not just show up behind this guy. I don't think they would. I don't think they would air in like an iPhone promo death. A guy can, again,
3: we, I again, mean, based on the Sheldon Benjamin one, it didn't seem like they QC'd right? Right? So.
1: What if it just automatically uploads to the cloud and they just <laughs> run it? Could be. And a freaking train rolls up behind him. I was just thinking of the train. And then I was also thinking of your comment during the show the other night when you said, are <laughs> they going to tie him to the tracks?
3: We went to the, yeah, the show we went to over the weekend. There was a spot where this guy got wrapped in chain. And I asked, Steve, are, are they going to tie him to the railroad track? <laughs>
1: Because it was like the loosest chain job.
3: Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. It's like obviously he was. For like- the reason, it popped in my head some, like the Bullwinkle cartoon or something <laughs> like that. When, right. Um, Snidely Whiplash would t- tie the. How the, 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 was her name? Gosh. What was her name? I, I, remember, I don't remember her name
1: was. I don't know, but it's it was, it was like, wasn't that the plot to every silent film? A lot of them, yeah. Yeah, like it, somebody gets tied up on the railroad tracks? Yeah. Because like that's the only way you could kill somebody back then? Apparently. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. I, so I don't even know what the hell he said because I was just focused on if a train was going to show up or not. And then I was focused on the fact that he wasn't looking at me. He was looking at the, himself in the camera because I know how that is have done that before when we shoot our little, hey, come watch the live show stuff. Yeah. I'm like, why wasn't I looking at the little camera dot? Anyway, so he delivered some sort of promo on Railroad Tracks. Well, it was about Buddy Murphy. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. Uh, Buddy Murphy and Tony Nice then were backstage. Buddy Murphy was kind of giving some advice to Tony Nice, Like, hey, go do good, uh, which led into a Buddy Murphy interview. Where he said, uh, I don't know what he said. He said, it's my time. I'm going to beat up Mustafa Ali. I owe him one or something like that. Yeah,
3: yeah. He's saying he's only lost once on 205 Live against Mustafa Ali. So I'm going to oh, yeah. make up for that loss. He
1: mentioned something about his what, the weight check-ins too, right? I forget what it was. Something like that. He was like, now that I'm here on 205 Live, and then I got to do these weight check-ins. I forget what he said. But anyways, I like Buddy Murphy. I think he's great. Yeah, I think he's really good. Uh, Tony Tony Nice. Uh, then had a match against Super Jobber Keith Clayball. Wasn't much of a match. He looked. Do you know who All Ego Ethan Pages? Yeah, I is? saw that on Twitter. That Holy he, moly, he looked exactly like him in the face. He actually responded to that too. Yeah, uh, Page is more jacked though. Yeah, like significantly more yeah. jacked. Yeah, uh, this dude was small, and he got pretty much run over by Tony Niece. Yeah, it wasn't a short squash match
3: either. This was like a friggin' His twenty minute beatdown. Beat like Tony Niece was relishing. Every strike.
1: Yeah, I thought he was going to go face, but then now he's, like, heel again. Yeah, I don't get that. But he's, like, you know, making the most of his potential, mm-hmm. but, you know, in a heel way. He
3: is, but the thing is, like, last week he didn't do any of the counting of the abs or any of that kind of stuff, but this week he did that all again.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's back. He needs his own Zelina Vega well, there to was, on track.
3: I know. There was an instance where he was posing a little bit and, and lost track of his opponent in Keith Clayball, Got a couple shots in on him because mm-hmm, of it. Yeah. So we're still dealing with, you know, narcissistic Tony Nice versus, uh, down to business Tony
1: Nice. Yeah. Keep your eye on the prize there, man. Yep. Anyways, he did. He won with Running Niece, which is like the best named finisher in the business. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um. So yeah, not a surprise he won there. But I'm glad that Keith Clayball got uh, some time on TV. And he got a couple shots in. Good for him. Uh, next up, we had an Adeo Atami video package where he was like, I don't know why they put me with that dude, Akira Tozawa. He's trash. I shouldn't be saddled with him. I just like being doing my own thing, man. You do you, Akira. Mm-hmm. Um, that's essentially what he said. Yeah, so
3: they're going to have one uh, constant in their tag team division, Lucha House Party, and then to <laughs> cycle in teams around them.
1: Yeah, pretty, pretty much. And then once that the team case. doesn't
3: beat Lucha House Party,
1: they get broken up? Yeah, feels that way. Does feel that way. I mean, up next has to be Gallagher and Kendrick. They don't win nothing.
3: Yeah. So, uh, And from the beginning, they seem like an odd fit yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. So break them up. Who's next? Drew Gulak
1: and Noam Dar. Yeah, there you go. I don't know. Are they actually going to do a tag division or what? Can't go breaking up tag teams before you have a tag division. Maybe they're taking a different approach to it, like I said. An anti tag team. You have event? one team holding it down.
3: Yeah. And then a bunch of other teams challenge that team. And then oh, that's. But cool. if that other team wins, then they hold it down. And then Lucha House Party has to
1: break oh, up. Oh, then they have to break up. Oh, I like that. That's That'd be good. an interesting
3: way because, you know, there's only, what, 14, 16 competitors on 205 Live. Next week should be fun.
1: Oh, yeah. There's because a- next up we have this Drake Maverick and Cedric Alexander backstage ch- uh, chit chat with the champ section mm-hmm. right there. Mm-hmm. And uh, Drake Maverick, among other things, said. I guess what? Next week, you, we're going to go to the UK, and you're going to be competing. Well, everybody on 205 Live will be competing against uh, members of the United Kingdom division. Hey-oh. Except Buddy Murphy, because he's got work visa issues. Oh. Oh, no. I have no idea. Oh. That might not be the case. I know he did with Saudi Arabia. Yeah,
3: but that's the same thing with uh, Drew McIntyre. He got brought up too late.
1: Oh, okay. His visa. All right. Well, hopefully all that's settled. Because I like to see the Buddy Murphy do wrestling, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and I think it'd be fun to see him versus somebody in the UK division. Who do you think that they're, they're going to uh, put out there in the UK division? I like to see. Him. Obviously, it's not going to be Trent Seven. I say him versus Wolfgang. Tyler Bate. Yeah, Jordan Devlin. All right, he's been putting on some good matches yeah. lately. How about him? Sure, Mark Andrews. Isn't really in the UK division, is he?
3: No, he's on 205 Live. He's on 205 Live. So we'll probably see that match at some Mark point.
1: Andrews versus Mark Andrews. There you go. Can we do that?
3: 205 Live Mark Andrews versus United <laughs> Kingdom Division Mark
1: exactly, Andrews. Exactly,
3: yeah. yes. Yes. Who goes over? Has to be 205 Live Mark Andrews. Why? Right? He loses a lot on 205 Live. Mm, but that's the
1: show he's on now. We all lose because we have to hear that crap theme song twice. That's the answer. Not a bad song, man. Next up, it's we had not this. your thing. Holy crap match, man. I'm telling you, if you want a good 205 Live match, you can never watch their pay-per-view matches. They're all on 205 Live. I don't know why they do that.
3: That's probably because they don't have the people usually booking their matches or producing their matches, producing the stuff
1: for pay-per-view. Yeah, you're probably right about that. It's like Michael Hayes. Yeah. Okay. okay uh, instead
3: of Jamie Noble or uh, or TJ Wilson. Yeah, exactly. Or uh, I think Adam Pearce is doing a lot of... of oh, yeah. I think you're right Lives about that. Too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, whoever's doing the stuff for 205 Live, especially their main events, is... Across the board. Phenomenal. Phenomenal work. Phenomenal. This last night was great. Great storytelling. Again, they're really booking Buddy Murphy to be a monster heel on 205 Live. Yeah,
1: Which is a really cool take. This match was outstanding, especially the number of freaking false finishes they had. Mm-hmm. That was fantastic. Mm-hmm. There was all sorts of stuff going on That spot where there. Buddy Murphy hit Mustafa Ali
3: with a triple power bomb, And looked like Mustafa had been concussed like he was having a seizure in the ring. Yeah, that was you know, awesome. He had his, his arms out rigid. Yeah, good um, job,
1: ref, for letting that one go.
3: I know. <laughs> but then uh, Mustafa says no I'm fine goes to Buddy Murphy says bring it yeah that was cool that friggin DDT spot where Buddy Murphy
1: was tied up in the ropes yeah and the the tornado DDT off that that was for, crazy for me it was the flippin face buster where he spiked himself oh I know the face buster was I've never I was like holy crap I've never seen anybody sell a face buster spiking themselves mm-hmm. that was insane mm-hmm. Buddy Murphy's the flippin best man yeah when am I gonna get? When are we gonna get a, like a really bad design shirt for Buddy Murphy? Soon. Does you he know, have a just, pro wrestling tease? I don't think so. You know the like the, the
3: logo, the best kept secret logo he has on his shorts. Yeah, it's okay. Just put that on a shirt. Toss that on a shirt. Yeah, there you go. But then they probably have that shh logo that he has on his back pocket. Yeah, like huge on the back, massive on the back. Yeah. Um, and there's, Mustafa, and there's like a stroke around it, so it's terrible. Yeah, Mustafa Ali uh, again try to go for the four fifty on Buddy Murphy's arm. Buddy Murphy missed and started working with Mustafa Ali's arm. Just great storytelling, mm-hmm. hearkening back to their previous match. Um, in the end, uh, Buddy Murphy hits
1: Murphy's Law for the win. That's maybe the worst shirt. Not even like in terms of was wrestlers. On
3: T Public. I
1: know it's on T Public. So who knows? I mean, he probably has nothing to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think this is Buddy Murphy the wrestler. Oh, okay. If you go, if you let's see if it looks better like on a black shirt. No, it still looks really Wasn't bad. It just a paw print. It's like some sort of paw print, but in crayon. Is this like a podcast joke of some sort that we're missing out on? I don't know. Did you see? Did you see? Baron responded to one of our friendos. Oh no! You guys need to be careful with that man. You can't be tagging us in in, in, in Baron Corbin jokes where you tag him too. What 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 was the what was the deal? So somebody found a uh, was it Defy Wrestling? There's some wrestling show going down where the. Uh, the, the main event is a dude. There's a dude named Darren Corbin. <laughs> and so this dude uh, tweeted at us and Baron Corbin. All right. And said, I'd be really disappointed if this wasn't Baron Corbin's brother. And Baron responded. And hold on, I'll bring it up right now. All right. Here we go. Oh, it's high res hero. Uh, Baron Corbin responded, you're good. No disappointment, no disappointment needed Corbin's forever, which doesn't, I mean, does that confirm that he's his brother? No, <laughs> I don't think so. If Darren Corbin isn't Baron Corbin's brother, I will be supremely disappointed. And then at real going in raw. then Baron responds, you are good. No disappointment needed. Doesn't that confirm that Darren Corbin is Baron Corbin's brother? I mean, I guess it could. (laughs) That's weird. At least kayfabe. Kayfabe, right? And then he said, Corbin's forever. So, I don't know. Oh, he's fighting Joey Ryan. Oh, wow. What is this for? Freelance wrestling. That's Darren Corbin. Hmm. That's interesting. So so confused. Hey, you're not me. So anyways. Because here's the thing, I like Baron Corbett. I don't want I don't want to, I don't want anybody to feel bad. I know. We have fun. I know. We like we have I we have a good I hope he has a good sense of humor about stuff. I yes. don't want to make anybody feel bad. Exactly. The character we see on screen makes us laugh. But we want good things for him.
3: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we want good things for Baron Corbett. <laughs>
1: hey Hey You're not me. <laughs> birds and bees. Okay, anyways. All right. Moving on. Moving on. Great match. Check it out. Oh, my God. It's amazing. It's, it's fantastic. fantastic. I'm brother. I was, too, I was
3: too wrapped up in it to take more extensive notes. Uh, <laughs> sometimes this, I just like to sit there and enjoy
1: it. Who said this? They have a sister named Karen Corbin. <laughs> Alex C. <laughs> hey, I'm not brother. You're brother. All right. Uh, NXT. Fantastic episode. Lots of great stuff. Show kicked off with Ricochet. Coming did, down to did, the ring in a great sports coat. I'm oh Yeah, he looked like a million bucks. Um, dropped
3: the promo saying how he was here. Um, it doesn't he? Doesn't you know? Call it arrogant. Call it cocky.
1: He's there to take over. Mm-hmm. That's the. That's the. Everybody has to have their. I'm. It's. This is my NXT yeah, 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 speech. Yeah. And he seemed like I had a <clears throat> had a great ad lib because it sounded like the crowd. I couldn't tell what it was, but he said, "There's one thing I'm focused on." And somebody said, "Socks." And he says, "No, not socks." He said, "No, not socks." And the crowd popped. Yeah. NXT title. And the out comes... Velveteen doo-doo-dun Dream. Doo-doo-dun. Yeah, Velveteen Dream comes down. So, boom, dream match set up right there. Who... This is going to be fantastic. Heck yeah. This is going to be great. Velveteen Dream comes down, starts talk, starts being offended. You're going to take my show away from me, my spotlight. And the crowd was pretty split. Because they were... Uh, you know, when the crowd started chanting Ricochet... The other half of the crowd started chanting Velveteen. Mm-hmm. So it was a really fantastic, fairly lengthy promo oh, between long. these. Yeah. They, they let yeah. it go for
3: a bit. Um, they teased a little action at the end. <clears throat> um, Velveteen Dream was taken off his necklace and then thought better of it, turned around, made a sudden movement to try to catch Ricochet off guard. Ricochet just flinched.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Velveteen Dream hit the deck. Yeah. Left the ring. And Ricochet gave him mm-hmm. a wink. A no wink. Yeah, that was cute. Um, so this is going to be freaking awesome. I can't wait to see that match. And, and we get what? Another five weeks of NXT yeah, the, television the, the to build, build the match. So they'll be on it like twice. Yeah. But still two more segments with these guys. That's going to be great. Yeah. Can't look. Can't. And
3: wait I thought that. uh ricochet did a good job with his promo.
1: I thought he was fantastic. Next up. Rebel Mendoza versus e- Ethan E-C- Carter. The third three. I am the 1%. 1%. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of obvious who's going to win this. Yeah. Raul Mendoza is truly the, the you know the the gatekeeper. He is the the jobber to the stars. Jobber to the stars. He's good though. But he no, was, he's really good. He's
3: really good. He's super smooth. Yeah, he's really good. Um, yeah, EC3 picked up the win, hit a TKO or whatever he calls it mm-hmm. to, to get the pin on Raul Mendoza, and then dropped a pretty good interview afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that interview was funny.
1: No, it was fantastic. That was great. EC3 is a great great interview, mm-hmm. and he's already made for main roster because it's not like. So you know you got Ricochet, you got Velveteen Dream, you got these guys that like can super wrestle, and it's not like he's one of them. He's good, he's really mm-hmm, good, mm-hmm. And he's a good storyteller, but he his style is already so suited for main roster. Oh, I know, you know, I know. So I wonder how long he's even going to be. Yeah, I'd NXT. be surprised
3: he was there very long. Like Ricochet and, and grant I know he's worked in New Japan and
1: Lucha Underground, so I'm sure he's
3: used. You know, he's used to working for highly produced shows, mm-hmm. but I can see Ricochet sticking around just to learn a bit more about. The WWE style versus, for example, you know EC3.
1: Yeah, I could I could see that. I could also see just the idea that NXT always needs that one big star, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and he is he totally fits that. Oh bit, gosh, yes, you know. And it's like I don't know how long it's going to be before Alistair Black goes or or Undisputed Era or whatever. But I could see Ricochet being around NXT for a year, not just to get acclimated to the style. Oh, yeah. which which it no, will I think be.
3: that that takes some. Um, you know, I, from what we've heard, he's been super easy to work with so far. I can't remember where we read that. Must might have been the newsletter or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and a quick learner, so mm-hmm. I imagine that aspect of it—you know, acclimating himself to WWE's way of doing things—would take a matter of yeah a month. But he's a know.
1: he's a freaking must-see oh, athlete, gosh, yes. so he's going to draw eyes to the network for sure. And if
3: he can keep on in, uh, improving his promos as he has been so far in the short amount of time he's been in NXT, this guy's limit man.
1: Oh, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, getting back to EC3, uh, really great interview afterwards. Said he's going to turn again. That was like his. And he already kind of had one of those, but he's reiterating he's going to turn NXT into NX3. NX. I like who he 30. said, I'm
3: the best here, there, and anywhere. It's very kind of like Dr. Seuss. Yeah, I know. Um, catchphrase. And he
1: does the victory after victory after victory after victory. Yeah, it's great. Uh, next up, we had an amazing backstage segment. Uh this supposedly this did this take place after last week or I was this so, just yeah. sometime this it was week. Somewhere, okay.
3: yeah, it was somewhere backstage at full sale. Yeah,
1: but they were all like they all had their suits on, so they were good. Um their the warm ups. Yeah, their warm-ups, yeah. They not their wrestling gear. Uh Danny Birch, Oni Lorcan confronting uh Pete Dunn. I love saying, Pete Dunne just did this. That's all he does, I know. He He said Undisputed Air uh, Oni Lorcan said Undisputed Air, you know, they're a bunch of what do they call what do they say garbage, something like that? He didn't say scumbags this time. But then he pointed at Pete Dunne and said, but you're garbage too. You know that, right? Yeah. And he said, you know, we're going to all do this or whatever. I don't know. It was great. It It was was fantastic.
3: Tony Lorcan's amazing. (laughs) Pete Dunne just shrugs. He gets called garbage Just
1: shrugs. (laughs) Exactly. I don't know. Because I think he's just you know, we're all scumbags. So, yeah, it was great. (laughs) Uh, Next, Dakota Kai versus
3: Vanessa Bourne. Um, this was, I was actually, I'm not that familiar
1: with Dakota Kai's work. Oh, that's funny. Kyle Steven points out that Velveteen Dream went all top notch. No, 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 yeah, no. no, no.
3: I, I'm not that familiar with Dakota Kai's work, mm-hmm. but I was really impressed with her ring work. Like she, she's, she's been around for a while. Yeah, I know. Yeah. She's super athletic.
1: No, I know. She's really good.
3: Yeah. And her finisher is crazy. Yeah. The the, big, the kind of like destroyer style, uh, uh, backbreaker type deal.
1: Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. It's good stuff. Um, she beat Vanessa Bourne, but then the real story, of course, was afterwards yeah. when Shayna Baszler made her appearance. And Dakota Kai, like, I really wish the camera would have, like, panned down on the floor because there would have been a puddle yeah, of, she of pee. She might have pee-peed herself. She was, like, shivering. This and was cowering like, in the corner. This was, like, you know, some serious PTSD that she had. Yeah. Pooping, like, they showed like, a lump of poop in her pants that she did. <laughs> It was bad, man. She was yeah. like sweaty all of a sudden, like yeah. even more sweaty.
3: Yeah. And so Hoshana uh, kind of corners her in the corner and then turn around and starts choking out uh, Vanessa Bourne. Yeah, it's terrifying. Um, it Almost like the challenge uh, Dakota Kai. Come on. Yeah, do something.
1: Do something. Yeah, stop this from happening. Yeah, but Dakota gets out of the ring. Yeah. Yeah, man, she's terrified. Yeah, yeah. And then she went and, you know, she already peed herself in the ring. So they had to start cleaning that up. Yeah. While yeah. they did that, there was a Dakota Kai interview backstage and she was like, Oh, I'm so terrified. And then all of a sudden Shayna Baszler like goes. Zhoo. I know. <laughs> like around the corner, just like Zhoo. And then she's like, Oh dear. And then uh Shayna Baszler says, Yeah, do something. And then Dakota Kai just like, you know, punked out and then she didn't do anything. And then Shayna Baszler went away. And then Nikki Cross was hanging out in the Undisputed the era era's set. like playground. Yeah, it starts exactly. laughing. Starts laughing. So that's gonna be cool. She like, she didn't get the, uh, you know, she's like, where are the rest of sanity? Where is sanity go? I know. She's like, they just left and didn't come back. What I the hell? I know. Next, your favorites, heavy machinery Bleah! taking on War Raiders. Yay! War Raiders won. Not much of a surprise. She's really happy about this. Really wish that it was much more of a squash match though, and it was a pretty quick match. it was pretty quick like, you know, I think Tucker got the most offense in for heavy machinery, um, but it, even then it really wasn't much. No, War Raiders went over and thank God in quick fashion, yeah, good for them. War Raiders are going places, man yeah, they are I'm kind of sur- I'm kind of surprised they uh, I almost threw up there I'm like Dakota Co you, oh, pulled pulled you almost pulled a me during it. that's game. what they should do. Next, every time Shayna Baszler shows yeah. up, Dakota Kai just goes to a garbage can. <laughs> no, do it like SNL. <laughs> a, little, a little hose.
3: Yeah, get the tube going. <laughs>
1: it has, to go, it has to go like this, yeah. Like that. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, let's see here. Oh, yeah, then we get a Street Profits video package. They're getting some uh, workouts in at a basketball court. Yeah. Which looked to be next to a freeway. I do. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. I do appreciate that they had their ring gear on, though. Yeah, yeah. That was extra silly. Yeah, this was stupid. They they need to do something with these guys. What what injury did that guy have? Like a tooth or something? Oh,
3: Montez? I don't know. It's some
1: sort of mouth injury. Yeah, yeah it was a mouth injury. That's I do right. it, it was something weird. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, I like, look, they're hugely entertaining. Oh, yeah. I just don't know what it's going to take. The, the tag titles, man, who had them before uh, What's Their Faces?
3: Sanity had them before Undisputed Sanity Era.
1: Sanity had them, and they're And decent. before that, it was Authors
3: of Pain. Authors of Pain had them beforehand. And probably War Raiders are going to have them next.
1: Yeah. And nobody really, like, between Undisputed Era and R- War Raiders, nobody really should come between them and probably Well, I'd champions. say if TM6-1 were still faces, maybe. Oh, and TM6-1.
3: If they were still faces, maybe, but they seem to be all in on the heel turn thing. Yeah, but War Raiders, yeah, you're right. And War Raiders are faces.
1: Yeah. So I'd like to see a really, really strong program between War Raiders and TM61. I don't really know where Street Profits fall within that sort of realm, but, you know. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't really. Still seem like they have all the potential in the world. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I just need to see, I need to see them, you know, I like to to take potential champions seriously, you know. Yeah, I know. So they're entertaining, though. I mean if it was like a dance off they'd win. Uh Tommaso Ciampa versus Cassius Ono. Tommaso Ciampa's amazing. Number one, I love the fact that Did so, you what was the thing on his on his hip? <laughs> he dude, he's starting to look like a like a ten pounds of flesh champion. <laughs> it's like the
3: all the evil from within him is starting to rise up. And, right. And and destroy his it's starting his flesh.
1: It's starting to rot him away. I know.
3: The thing that's great about this is that it's Well, this is why I suspected is that spot where they did I imagine it's the same taping where he put Gargano to those tables. Yeah. He must have scratched the head. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah.
1: But the great thing about that is so was the Gargano thing last week or the week before? The week before, I think. The week before. So it's been two weeks for us. Okay? Obviously, this is the same taping because that's a fresh wound. Yeah. Okay. But to us it's two weeks. So In a month since takeover. Yeah. So storyline for me. It's still a month since that I got busted. Yeah. But it hasn't healed. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he's still got a huge shiner on there. It looks horrible. I know. And his leg is starting to, eat, the flesh is eating away from there. Yeah. But it fits perfectly with his it character because he's like evil. Yeah. He's like evil incarnate. Yeah. And he's got like no music. And his titantron has like his logo. And it looks like it's mid animation that's been paused. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. His,
3: his music's a chorus of booze. <laughs>
1: He's a mess. Yeah, he is. he's a flipping mess. I know. It fits perfectly. It really does. Hell of a match with him and Ono. Yeah. Real hard hitting. I really hope they keep that
3: that that the, the eye injury. Like use makeup or something. Yeah. Because it's just perfect.
1: It really is. It fits perfectly. I'm telling you, man. He looks like necrotizing toxin. I really. F-
3: I feel like they've really gone next level with Tommaso Ciampa as far as using a uh, metaphor and symbolism to tell the story, yes, with the crutch and the knee <laughs> brace, and now yeah. the eye injury.
1: It's there's layers of depth to all of that. He looks like a Fallout character, yeah, <laughs> but it enhances the story they're telling, yeah. No, I love it, man. It's great, anyways. They had a terrific match, like I said, super physical. Ciampa went over.
3: Um, That's a new move he did I think that kind of It started out as a neck breaker And then on the way down He turned into almost like
1: who a cutter did It reminded me of somebody I just saw into Who uh,
3: What was the Oh Buddy Murphy did some crazy DDT thing On yeah. 5 Live Yeah
1: Yeah it looked kind of the same Looked kind of Slightly. the same as that Yeah
3: Yeah because Buddy Murphy Had him up over his shoulder Like this He gets him up this And then he turns him he over He turns on the way down Then DDT But Ciampa did Like a traditional neck breaker mm-hmm. Yeah On the way down Then he turned over Turned over into yeah. like a cutter
1: Yeah that was cool Um, Yeah,
3: super physical, hard-hitting. Chompa picked up the wind with that move. I don't know what it's called. Um, And then afterwards, he attacked Cassius on it with his knee brace, hit him with it, and then got him through the ropes, put the knee brace across his face, pulled
1: back. Yeah. No, yeah, Becky Lynch's teddy bear here in chat mentions the Fallout character, too. Because he does. He looks like it's like one of those mutant guys. or Mm -hmm. You you run into some guy at uh, Diamond City. And he's like, half his face is gone. That no, was
3: great. Oh, yeah, Alexi says, at one point I thought he was
1: going to scoop out his own eye. I know, because, that's what it looked uh, like. Oh Ono was going after the eye pretty hard. Man, there was that part when, when Ciampa went back at him. Like, the ref turned away or something. Oh, no, he got like a... <laughs> I know, he got like all four four fingers. Did he lick his finger first before oh, he did? I, th- I
3: swear. Yeah, it looked like... like he scooped in his eye. Oh, it was awesome. Under his eyelid. Yeah, it was fantastic.
1: Yeah, it looked like kind of Osprey's new finisher, too.
3: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I can see that.
1: Um, So anyways, that was fun. Uh, Before we get started on questions, I'm going to continue on reading off our patrons uh, for the month of March. And then uh, next week, I'll continue on with the month of April because that comes after March. Uh, And again, at the $1 Patreon mark, just $1, you get a shout-out here on the show. It's a really great deal. And you also get to be part of the... Friendo Discord thing. Uh Rail 2 Sweet the Guy, Adam Darwin, the not so jolly Roger, Cobbler 815, Christopher Garrett, Neil Blackmore, Andrew Miley, or milet It. Mailet. Mailet or Melee? One of the two. Brian Kelly, Sonny Jarrett, Joaquin Lapuz, uh, Anders Find, Mr. William Blair, uh, Matthew Turk, Michael McDevitt. Uh, Andrew Montroy, Taylor Rusko, uh, Brandon M. Munyon, uh, Andy Bravo, Falklands Fred, uh, Eldon Spearing, the original Caffeinator, that name sounds familiar, Ryan Highclack, Jason Maxwell, Starve Inc., Minnesota Joe, Marcos at Real Time Tech, RJ Henninger, Elias Gould, oh, the friend from Saudi Arabia. Mm. Uh, Michael Andrews uh, Jason Camacho Christopher Wallace Christopher Wallace big uh, notorious B. Yeah uh, Miguel uh, Minnesota Bam Bam Rhett Davis Jay Sellers Chris Flavel GM Spud Matthew Minatoli, Kevin Hewn uh, Jacob Tripp Chris Rodriguez Carl Darlow uh, The Perfect tosses Manager Ice King William Knowles and P.J. Segundo, and that does all of March. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, everybody, for your generous support. We really appreciate it. Now let's answer some questions.
3: Yeah. Um, Hollywood Hulk Hulk Logan. Logan. Sorry. When it eventually happens, what do you guys see happening with Chomp and Gargano in regards to main roster? Do they get separate call-ups to opposite shows, same show to continue the feud, or something else? Thanks, friendo.
1: I could see something similar along the lines of Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. I mean, they're...
3: I imagine it'd be a thing where maybe they'll get called up to separate shows, but they'll always come back around to this feud. Mm-hmm,
1: yeah, yeah, something like that. Although they've kept Kevin and Sami together pretty much in perpetuity, right? When Kevin Owens came over as the new face of America, didn't Sami Zayn come over at the yeah, same yeah, time? Yeah, they both wanted to smack down, yeah. yeah.
3: Bronze grappling hook, what would be Jason Jett's ceiling in real life? Um, head of creative Yeah man Right Aaron Moreno Aaron Moreno Is a huge Tony Nese fan But they're giving him Such a weird path Last couple of weeks He was facing it up And this week He's healing it up Yeah What do you guys think WB is trying to do with him Where's his ceiling And how would you book him I'm hoping It's a situation where uh, You know He'll he, he starts to be successful Falls into some old Bad habits mm-hmm. Namely the posing Counting the abs That kind of stuff Yeah And Um and that'll kind of end up costing him. We saw it last night a little bit. didn't cost him the match, but it allowed his opponent to get a little, a couple shots in. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's the direction. It's not clearly defined yet. But we've only had a matter of a couple of weeks to,
1: to see what they're doing. It's kind of a small sample size still, so who knows. I think if, if, if used to his fullest potential, and that's a, that's a pretty big if, but if used to his fullest potential, he's definitely Cruiserweight Champion material. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of him sort of carving out that spot for himself. Oh, that's a great question.
3: GM Spud. You to go on a one hour ride along with a member of the cruiserweight division. Who do you pick?
1: Um, Rockstar Spud. Probably has a lot of great stories. Brian Kendrick. Oh, yeah. He's probably got a ton of great stories, too. He's been around forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Hobbs. Do you think we'll ever get a 205 Live cage match? Or elimination chamber, Man, probably. A cage I'm, match wouldn't surprise I was me. Probably we get a ladder match at some point. I'm not sure about elimination chamber. Yeah, no, that'd be good. You okay, there.
3: Dropped a bunch of water on the floor.
1: Yeah. Um, Baron
3: the Cat taxidermist. who is the next homegrown um, NXT talent, become
1: a big deal. Homegrown? Who's home? Who'd you consider homegrown?
3: I mean, I more or less consider Velveteen Dream homegrown to an extent. I know he wrestled some in the Indies, but I don't think it was a lot. He
1: wasn't a name who came in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. So there's like guys who were Ricochet who came in as a big deal and everybody. Yeah, Adam talked Cole. About yeah, it. yeah. Adam Cole, exactly. I mean, like Kevin Steen and, and Alistair Alistair even even like uh Aleister Black. Yeah. yeah. Was oh yeah, a Tommy. Yen, yeah. Well yeah, known name on the yeah, independent yeah. circuit. Yeah. Kind yeah. of surprising they changed his name now that you think about it. Well,
3: I guess he wasn't so well known that, uh, yeah, so much of the talent that's on TV is people they brought in.
1: Yeah. Conor Reeves. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Conor Reeves. Uh, I mean, I guess right now, well, I mean, you know, Authors of Pain. Mm, I mean, mm-hmm. I know he's probably talking about singles, but. Yeah. Authors of Pain. I mean, if the Street Profits ever win the titles, yeah, I guess. I mean, you could, if Montez Ford, you know, eventually goes solo, I think he has the trappings or he has the makings of a, of a pretty big star. You know, I think we both feel that way if he gets his mouth taken care of.
3: Dangerous sociopath, No Way Jose. Do you notice Mustafa Ali looking over his shoulder in his promo to check if a train was coming down yeah. the tracks? Yeah. Power Rank, other dangerous places Ali could record promos, like the scene record one in a tiger pen at the zoo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Alex Foster says, either while skydiving or exploring a volcano.
1: Yeah, exploring, a, that's good, yeah. Or apparently in any residential neighborhood in Hawaii you now. Um, that must be terrifying. Oh, gosh. That was going to be horrible. Um, yeah, I was thinking like, uh, well, remember the scene in uh, the beginning of Superman two. Niagara Falls. Oh yeah, like if he records it, like that little kid who is like on the ledge, yeah, he was like jacking and It around happens to fall into, it uh, happens to fall yeah. in, yeah. So that's a good one. That was in the
3: beginning. That was the middle of it. The um, beginning was uh, wasn't the beginning that the Eiffel Tower, or was that the first movie where he rescues Lois Lane?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. The the Niagara Falls wasn't in the beginning. No, no, that's too? because
3: that's when Clark and Lois went on that trip together. There, but that wasn't the very beginning. Oh, okay. was
1: close to the beginning. He wasn't depowered at that point? Man, I don't know. I no, 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 he wasn't. He wasn't because he rescued the kid as Superman. Yeah, I don't know. I guess you're right. In any event, the Niagara Falls scene. Um, damn it, I had a good one and you just jacked me up. Sorry. Hold on. Oh, so I've been, I've been, I've been listening to uh, that podcast that you recommended, Caliphate. Yeah. So uh, on the border of Turkey and Syria. What if you did it there? That's a horribly dangerous place Yeah Man Yowza Did you finish uh, episode 3? No I just I'm like 10 minutes into it Or however long the drive is Holy moly It's intense man That is intense You kind of spoiled a lot of stuff for me though
3: Well it's one It's one thing to hear it from me It's another thing to hear yeah, it Yeah you're from right I know From yeah. the principals involved So, Yeah uh, Dylan Scribner If you guys could have Any main roster wrestler Go back t- to the way they were at NXT Who would it be Bob Rude and Bailey seem like they would benefit the most. Yeah, Bob Rude. Bob Rude. Bob Rude, Bob Rude, Bob Rude, and Bob Rude. If he could, if he. Wait, wait, what? If you could take a wrestler and revert them back to what their character was in NXT. Oh, I thought he meant
1: to go back to. No, no yeah. Just oh, the character. yeah.
3: Are you kidding me? Yeah, Bob Rude. Bob Rude. Absolutely. I don't feel like Bailey's that huge of a departure from what she was in I don't in NXT. think she either. It's think... just how the booking has been mm-hmm. wildly different.
1: Oh. I like this question. Mr. Lipkin Unlimited. I feel the only way Cassius Ono is going to have success on main is as part of a tag team. If you were to pair (laughs) Ono with someone, who would you pair him with? And you can't choose Cesaro. I know. That's a bummer. It would. Oh, King's a wrestling man. I know. Make them a faction. Make them a three man faction. That'd be great.
3: So can't be Cesaro, huh?
1: What a bummer.
3: like, hey, can you let's team up Cassius with Cesaro? Oh no. Oh no.
1: Let's see. Who else is on the roster? Let's go to SmackDown. Like I said, man, put him with Authors of Paint. Cause they need a new they need look, man, ever since they kicked Paul Elring out of the Samoa group Samoa Joe. Oh, that's a good one. Ooh, I like that one. Or Nakamura.
3: They've established NXT that they're friends. Apparently, yeah. Cash is on those friends with everybody. Yeah. He seems like a
1: friendly guy. He seems like the most friendly guy mm-hmm. there is. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Exactly, Steve. Uh,
3: uh, Damian R., now that Sabatelli and Moss have split power rank, who does Riddick Moss co-own a car with now? Dan Matha.
1: Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I could see that. The Wayne Train. Heavy machinery. No, he hates them. They're so, like, they're like slobs. He doesn't like that. He wants somebody who's, like, But fit. he likes,
3: like, construction equipment.
1: Who? Riddick Moss. <laughs> <laughs> so they co in like a bulldozer. Yeah, okay. They just drive that to work? Yeah, or a dump truck. From their condo. The Wayne Train. I just had a scary thought. In terms of NXT wrestlers who get to Maine and Vince reduces them to nothing but an entrance and a catchphrase like Bobby Roode. Yeah. He thinks Adam Cole could be in the line of fire. Oh. I think they've, they've well established the Undisputed Era. Yeah. As it's, a, as it's as a thing beyond Bay Bay. Yeah. But I, I see the point. Yeah, It's no. not It's not an invalid point. No, it's
3: not an, an, an invalid point. Um, Dr. Funkenstein. Power rank, the top five women to take the title off Baszler, and why is number one Dakota Kai? I mean, that's the storyline that, or that should be the payoff of the storyline.
1: Yeah, it should be, but you totally know it's not going to be that. Yeah, probably not. I think, if anything, it's going to be Dakota Kai will, you know, stop crapping her pants long enough to actually face Shayna Baszler and have a really, really strong showing in a loss. Yeah. But that that's 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 the best case scenario for that. Mm -hmm. Um, Worst worst cases, she just gets, you know, I'm going to say number one on my list is Candice Fleury. Yeah, that seems. Yeah, I could see that. Um, Nemo asks with Nikki Cross playing on Undisputed Era's playground and freaking out Dakota Kai power rank Nikki uh, places Nikki can randomly show up and freak people out. You got problems there, man. Just drop my phone. Wow. Wait, what was the question? Where else in the NXT backstage universe, or in general, uh, power rank places Nikki Cross can show up? How about on the train tracks next to Mustafa Ali? There you go. Because I feel like she'd play near the train tracks.
3: Like someone goes, uh, you know, like the craft service
1: area. Like there's a, like a bucket of red vines. Yeah. And they opened up, <laughs> and she just looks at him. And just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She opens up a new PlayStation box. PlayStation. PlayStation. That's all good. Something like that.
3: Um, I chronic Bud Ryan. When do you think Ali will get a turn with the title? He's super over with the crowd, has amazing talent and charisma. I'm worried he'll cool off before he's pushed. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. He probably should have won at WrestleMania.
1: Maybe he'll be the guy who takes it off of Buddy Murphy. Could
3: be. Maybe they're laying the
1: groundwork for that story. Yeah. And then, so here's my guess. It's going to be Buddy Murphy champion, Mustafa Ali, champion, and then Drew Gulak. That's going to be my guess. All right. That's good. I think that's a good line of succession right yes. there. Um. <laughs> Danjamin. After hearing the new eHarmony.com radio commercial, them claiming to have the algorithm, <laughs> could this be Paul Ellering's new job? Power rank new jobs for Paul Ellering. Well, mathematician or math teacher. No, he gets a job at YouTube since he knows algorithms. Oh, man, that's a good one. Yeah, or Instagram or Twitter because they're all algorithm based but YouTube should be number one. I've got the algorithm. Demonetize. I, I
3: have the algorithm for prime monetization.
1: <laughs> that's good. Uh... more questions more questions more questions (laughs) Uh, Colin asks uh, that Diamond Heat DDT from Buddy Murphy was better than most finishers in the WWE right now and he just did it as a standard move he obviously can be cruiserweight champ but what is his ceiling beyond that? Given that he's always on the precipice of being too fat to be in 205 Live. I mean, if he really makes a hell of an impression on Mm -hmm. 205 Live Mm -hmm. the way we think he can, man, it wouldn't surprise me. He's one of the few guys who I could see. It's kind of him, Cedric, and Drew for, I think, guys who could totally just go to Maine.
3: I think Mustafa Ali could at this point, too. I think
1: he could, too. Um, But just guys who have positioned themselves. And Mustafa's there, too. But I don't know. I just sort of see those three guys as I could totally see them going to Maine. Yeah. Like at some point they gotta do something beyond two oh five live. Mm-hmm. If two oh five live continues to be kind of what it is, um and I hope that it grows and grows and grows and becomes its own thing where like you have hot crowds. And I still don't know. I mean, we, we know that there's an obvious answer as to how they can do that, but you know, it doesn't seem like they're going to anytime soon. Um So, you would think that going on and fighting for, you know, bigger titles would be the thing. Fred the Shed um, says he hasn't watched
3: NXT since the first draft back in 2016 due to losing interest in wrestling as a whole. However, watching your recaps has make me want to catch up on it. So, do you think I should go back and watch all the shows for the little details and backstories or just watch the takeovers and fill in the gaps with
1: YouTube clips and recaps? Um, Whatever you have time for, I guess. But I don't think... I mean, every... I say every takeover, but the last five or six takeovers have all been really excellent. I'd go back to war games. You are right; they have been. I'd go to war games and just go from there. Probably, you know. And then I'd probably just, go a little further
3: back than that. Yeah. Well, again,
1: it kind of depends on how much time he has.
3: Well, I know obviously, but he's asking if he should just watch takeovers or actually start watching the, the, the weekly episodic shows. Yeah,
1: I guess start with the takeovers.
3: Yeah. Like, if you just want to bring yourself up to date on what's going on now um you know what it'd be interesting is go back all the way back to uh NXT take over Orlando mm-hmm. because that's when uh Nakamura has mm-hmm. his last NXT match mm-hmm. and so that gets you up to date on the whole kind of current Crop of talent. That's true. Yeah, you see, Alistair Black's first match. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You see, uh, probably almost, and then
3: it's almost almost an Alistair Black was okay. The f- very first her second match of the show. Okay. The second match. Um, Sandy's on that show, but then you get you see you know people that are kind of on their way out the door, mm-hmm. and then a bunch of people that were just brought in, and that cover is going all you know going back to uh, Brooklyn this last year. So you see Adam Cole debut. Mm-hmm. So that's what I would probably do. Just get do the, like the last year or so worth of
1: takeovers. Yeah. Yeah
3: So that's what Five of them Yeah Something like but that But it's
1: wrestling So you can literally Just hop on anytime And be good with it But yeah, yeah No I, I think that, that's A good idea Go back to Orlando Where it all started Anyways I think that's good mm-hmm. you Like 50 minutes in the can That's, that's good, fine right? Okay Yeah Anyways That's it for show Thanks so much for tuning in Here's some music for you Oh yeah music Hilton's on He's on his He's on point today music. Good job Hilt Yeah man Way to go. Anyways, that's it for the show. Let us know what you guys think in the comments. Until next time, we'll
2: talk to you guys later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well,